Hey, this is Troy from Planet 76. We've got some really good Sixers-focused content coming your way today. Make sure you subscribe to the pod so you can be in the know when we release new content. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Planet 76. This is one of your co-hosts, Troy. I've got Michael with me. And it feels like a while since we recorded, but it's only been... 10 days or something i think you know we normally record on thursday we're recording late sunday night on the 26th uh we're gonna go into the 27th that's how late we are tonight but uh yeah if you uh are new to the podcast welcome um we usually drop content every week or so throughout the season and the off season um and so yeah we cover all things philadelphia 76ers you can hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you are on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. YouTube, um, we post some highlights and just kind of let you know what's going on on Instagram as well, Planet76 Podcast, and uh, yeah, we're obviously post-draft tonight, so we'll kind of give a recap of what the Sixers did there and give our thoughts and uh, just get into a couple other things, and it should be a little short episode tonight, but just wanted to check in, and uh, yeah, obviously a big thing in the offseason is the NBA draft, so we'll chat about that. So Michael, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Pretty... I would say pretty eventful week in uh, Sixers land, if you will. Again, the draft was this past Thursday, the 23rd, and the Sixers did not use their pick. They traded it along with Danny Green, unfortunately. I wish they could have, uh, I wish they could have, I wish Danny could have stayed, but again, he's injured, and there's a good chance that he isn't going to be coming back for next season, so I'm assuming Daryl Morey just figured, you know what, let me try and flip that. If we're not going to get much return on his right. actual playing time, because again, he's not going to play. Let me just flip that. And the 23rd pick for DeAnthony Melton from the Memphis Grizzlies, combo guard. Um, very solid. I, I didn't even really. Yeah. Daryl Morey has the tendency to really do things that you don't even think of, that, that you're not yeah. ever thinking that's actually going to happen. And he did it again on draft night. Anthony Melton from the Memphis Grizzlies, fantastic player, great defender, great shooter as well, and really yeah. the perfect kind of player that the Sixers need going forward. And Daryl following the format that a lot of teams have been following and a lot of teams have been rolling with 3 and D players who can create shots and move without the ball is really... I think the mold that a lot of teams are going with and the mold that D'Anthony Melton fits very well. Yeah. I like how you said that about Daryl. Um, kind of doing things you he don't really, He really does. Of. It's crazy. And, and that and that was at the pick. Yeah. You know, we were, we were Sixers are on the clock. It comes, it comes in with the breaking news that, oh, Sixers are using this pick. They're getting D'Anthony Melton. Um you know, I'm not going to act like I've been following D'Anthony Melton's no, career but, since he came yeah. into the league, but I know who he is. I know about him, and I, you know, I was excited. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you you look up a little more stuff about him, and um, I heard that he was just, you know, a couple years ago he was just off the all defensive teams. Um, I knew he was a good defender. I didn't know he was that good mm-hmm. of a defender. I heard that he was pretty close to an all defensive team, um, which is good and something the Sixers need, obviously. And um, he's good. He, yeah. I, I mean. The biggest takeaway I have is, again, yeah, Danny Green, that sucks, but um, the biggest takeaway I have with the whole trade is Sixers are obviously looking 
and they're going to continue to in free agencies and with trades. They're looking for guys that are going to help the team right now. And the 23rd pick in the NBA draft likely was not going to be a guy that's going to help us right now. Yeah. And so what does Daryl do? He gets someone that's going to be a solid player for us off the bench. Um, did you say it or someone said it? Maybe Daryl, or I, I don't think it was you. Someone tweeted, and just like that, D'Anthony Melton is already the best Sixers player off the bench. <laughs> um, it, with the 23rd pick. Like, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's going to be a two-way or, you know, not going to get much time and that at that pick, and yet you bring in somebody who is going to make an impact right away, and that's what I like about this deal. Yeah, it's – a couple people said it too. You know, you the value you were going to get at 23 in comparison to the actual production that you were going to get isn't it, – it's not very high. It's not really going to be there as opposed to a player like D'Anthony Melton who can actually contribute – and actually give you solid production off the bench with your team. And with the Grizzlies, he wasn't getting that. You know, he wasn't getting playing time. He wasn't getting many minutes. And with the Sixers, he's really going to be able to get that. Because with the Grizzlies, you know, you have players like Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks even, who are really getting all the minutes at the at the you know, at the shooting guard, small forward slot right. which he which he yeah plays. and jaw no. is kind of kind of good <laughs> right and even you know? then at the point guard spot they have tyus jones as their backup point guard who's really right. been getting backup minutes so he, the anthony melton wasn't going to see much time whereas with the sixers again like you mentioned i'm not sure who said it but i, I think i also mentioned something close to that the anthony melton automatically becomes yeah arguably the best player off the bench that the sixers are going to have especially defensively off the bench. I mean, right. if, you're, if Matisse Thibault's here and he starts, obviously he won't count because he's going to be a starter. But off the bench, Melton is going to be the best defensive player that the Sixers have for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. And he's only, I think he's yeah. only 24 years old. Four years in the league, um, two with the Suns, two with the Grizzlies. So mm-hmm. he's got experience mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and uh, I, I think, I, I like to hope that it's going to be a good fit. I like mm-hmm. to hope that it's going to be you know, where he can feel at home and know his role. And you know, as you mentioned, with the guys off the bench in Memphis and the guys ahead of him, um, you know, it's just kind of, you know, any given night, you know, maybe he's getting 30 minutes, maybe he's getting 17, yeah. maybe he's getting 10, maybe, you know. But I think hopefully he can really blend and mesh into just something where it's his spot. He knows when he's checking in. He knows what he's going to do. Uh, he knows his role. So, um, yeah, I'll – I you know I didn't see one piece of uh, oh man that was a bad move from the Sixers. So. <laughs> I I uh, sure hope I not. Really I mean like I'm this. surprised yeah. though because a lot of times Sixers fans just complain about everything. So I'm that's true. I'm surprised, but it's I'm glad is what I'll say. Now how do you think this looks with um because one of the first things that came to my mind was Milton and Melton backboard <laughs> off the bench. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, one. Uh, but I also saw someone that like was like Shake's gone now. Like, do you? Th- I mean, what's your take there? I mean, obviously Milton and Melton yeah. are both capable of playing the one or the two. Um, be kind of cool backcourt. <laughs> I mean, in the in the defense of the person who said that, I guess you could say that Melton is going to be replacing Milton in terms of you know minutes off the bench and 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 scoring and stuff like that but you can have both guys i mean you don't really have to pick and choose because the good thing about having guys like that is that you that's not an issue because you never you can never have too much too much scoring off the bench you can never have too many guys 
who can do what both of them do. And, right. you know, there's there's no reason to pick and choose. You can have both. It doesn't have to be and or. It can be both, really. Yep, especially now that Danny Green's gone. And right. as the roster sits right now, what do you think about guards, one or two guards? I mean, these guys are kind of it off the bench. Uh, yeah. Mean, <laughs> so it's not like, you know, if we're going to play, again, if the roster sits as it is and we're going to play 10 guys in an NBA game, those are the two guards. Right. You know what I mean? So it kind of just makes sense. There's not really a competition there. Um, both of them can certainly see minutes. So. And both of them, like, they both do – both of them can score relatively well and at a relatively high rate, but mm-hmm. they're both of them do different things. Shake's a score-first player, and Melton you – know, Anthony Melton's more of a 3-and-D guy. So they, they mm-hmm. their roles are different. They can provide you similar things, but – their roles in themselves are still different. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Anything else from the draft? Anything else you're seeing now post-draft? <clears throat> Anything you want to uh, address there? I mean, I, I I heard someone say now P.J. Tucker's off the table. Then I saw someone say, well, no, it looks like P.J. Tucker's going to Philly. I don't know what to believe. but Yeah, I mean, with the whole P.J. Tucker thing, before the draft it was saying, oh, P.J. Tucker – Things are th- Three year, thirty. Yeah, mil. the Sixers are definitely looking to target PJ Tucker, and then after the draft, so I saw something that the Sixers wouldn't be able to clear enough cap space to sign him unless they trade some guys. Um, right. And then I saw something today that the Sixers are still interested in PJ Tucker. So, yeah, that's what I. That's where I'm at. Yeah, free agency season four days. So I'm hoping we find out then. <laughs> I'm hoping we find out what happens then. But I love PJ Tucker on this team. Um, I don't know if we've talked about PJ Tucker on the podcast, but I've had so. my fair Three share. Three thirty of words. million, though, is the is what they were saying. Yeah, what what do you think about that? Do you, let me, That's a lot of money. Do you think that you think it's too much? You think it's you think it's like the right know. amount or the three the three years scares three years, me a little yeah. bit. You know, because he's not young. No, I mean he's what thirty six. I think yeah, I think around that thirty seven mm-hmm. maybe. Um... But as we've seen in this year and years past, he's still getting the job right. done. Um, he's still good. He's still I – mean, we've said it. You've said it plenty, I think, over this year. We need a guy like that. Yeah. We need a guy like P.J. Tucker. And so if we can get himself, um, I want to be opposed. Um, I guess – I mean, I'd have to look more at money yeah. and see. But, like, I don't know if, if, if we get P.J. Tucker, that's kind of it. You know, as far as what we can from do ca- from Obviously a cap space have, perspective, yeah, yeah, I, and and it depends on Tobias, right? And that too, it's like the the other side of it is yes, PJ Tucker's exactly what they need, but the other side of it is, oh, excuse me, can they can they do more with the money that they currently have? is going to be the question I think that Daryl right. Morey is going to have to answer. But obviously he's going to want P.J. Tucker. P. J. Tucker. He's a Houston guy. We know that Daryl is trying to assemble the Houston 76ers. So <laughs> he's going to do everything in his power to get the guys like that. But the question he's yeah. going to have to answer is, three years, $30 million. Can I give someone else $10 million a year? Can I give two guys $6 million and $4 million, $5 million and $5 million? Right, right, right. That kind of thing. Yeah, and it, it, there's going to have to be quick decisions because yeah. free agency opens and it's just, boom, <laughs> it's just he's signing with them. Boom, he's, it's, it is. And it's often a lot early on, like not what you expect. Right. I remember 
Um, gosh, what was was that the year that JJ signed? Who did oh, he, he signed with? with the New six. Orleans. Oh, with the Pelicans. Was oh. that a free agent day? Thing? Yes, that was twenty nine. That was twenty nineteen free agency. When he left the Sixers. So he hasn't been here. He wasn't. He wasn't in the bubble. Uh, I don't think. I think he was injured. No, he wasn't in the bubble because we had Josh Richardson. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't. So that was twenty twenty. Yes. That was twenty twenty. So twenty nineteen. I remember free agency opened at like six. Yes. And six oh three, JJ Reddick yep. signs a deal with yep. the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm like, wait, what? Yep. Yeah. So and no one expected that. No. You just never know what's gonna happen. So we might very well see someone pay more for PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. And if they're gonna pay more they can have I say him. go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. If they're giving him three year thirty eight million, you know, they can whatever. have him at that point. That's yeah, like thirteen million that a year. That's right. No. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, okay. Um yeah. Um, why don't we have some fun? All right. You ready for this? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, you've been active on, I guess, Instagram stories today, oh. yesterday. <laughs> um, I, so I don't know what like the original post was, if it was a question or what, but walk me through what this Allen Iverson, Joel Embiid kind of thing, or what was the root of that? What's happened since? And then uh, I'll give my two cents, too. <laughs> I'm trying to think what actually caused that. I honestly forget. I, I probably posted, like, 20 stories today about it. But basically, right. oh, I know what it was. Last night, I was just bored, and I was like, you know what? What's, like a, what's a controversial opinion that I have? So okay. I posted that Joel Embiid's a top three sixer ever, and I got a ton of people like, oh, my gosh, like, what is your list? Like, how could you say that? Stuff like that. <laughs> And I was like, all right. I woke up to a ton of responses. I was like, all right, you know what? Why don't I just post about it? So I post about it. I didn't get much. But then I posted it on my story. And I got a ton of people saying, like, how could you put Joel B top three? Like, he he is, he didn't win MVP. He hasn't made the finals. But it's like, here here's, here's and I explained it in the post. So if anyone that's listening is, is interested in it a little bit more in depth, then you can go look at that. But, like, I... So what is the top three, four, or whatever for you? Well, I have Wilt number one. I have okay. Julius Irving number two. I have Joel Embiid number three. I have Allen Iverson four, and I have Moses Malone at five. Okay. And I, like, I didn't really use the whole awards and accolades thing. Like, I more so focused on what the players did in terms of. Mm-hmm. In terms of things you can actually like tangible things, offense and defense and scoring and shooting and all that stuff, like that's what I tend to use as opposed to the traditional kind of MVP ring kind of thing. Because okay. a lot of the times, like I just I just feel like you know what, and we see it this year. A lot of the times the media is voting on these awards and they don't get it right. They give it to players who may not be as deserving as the players who didn't win. For example, Joel Embiid this year missed out on MVP again. A lot of people would very much argue that he deserved MVP, but he didn't get it. So if you're going to say that Joel Embiid isn't an MVP this year and you're going to use it against him, that wasn't his fault. The media voted against him. Uh, They, 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 They gave someone else the MVP not because of what Joel Embiid did, but because I, I I still don't know why he didn't win it. Like it still isn't it still isn't 
clear I'm with enough you a to little. Me. I'm with you. And I'm with you. I just think that, and even with the whole All NBA team thing, are you going right. to tell me that right. Joel Embiid wasn't All NBA first team caliber player this year, even though he was second, <laughs> even though he was second in MVP? Like that's my thing. The media is choosing these awards and these accolades. So, like by that standard, by their by that standard, Joel Embiid wasn't All NBA first team caliber this year even though he was runner-up at MVP. Like, it, it's, it's, it right. gets confusing, in my opinion. It does. When you use... Accolades get confusing. Yes, because there's all these goalposts, there's all these things that are getting shift, there's just narratives, there's all this just, like, random garbage. And it's. I just think it's easier if you're actually using these tangible things, like scoring, like, you know, assists, and, and things like things of that nature, defense... Like, how good are you at these aspects of the game? Not, you know, how many rings do you have? Because there's so okay. many factors in winning a championship, you know? That was like yes. three minutes long. But does, does, that good. does that, do you think that makes sense? Like, I may not have explained it as concretely as I would have liked, but don't you think that well, makes it, sense? It, it makes sense with, like, I have a more of an understanding as to why you rank them yes. that way because of what you're looking at, right. the factors that you're looking at. That Everyone has different criteria. This is just what right. I use personally because I don't like to use accolades. And even if I do, it's very sparingly. Like if it if it's something like a finals MVP because that's an individual award and and there's only a sol- really select few players who can really win that award. But again, I don't, I don't even, I rarely even use that. It's just, if, like, if necessary, I will. Okay. Yeah, I, mm, mm, I have, I had not really even given this topic thought until I saw you getting blown up on your Instagram (laughs) and, um. Trust me, I could talk about this for days, but. I, yeah, I, I personally can't do it yet. Okay. To put Joel above AI. That's fine. That is fine. Um, and I again, I, that's just because of the way that I view or, you know, how I rank Right, them. your criteria. Um, my criteria. Right. And I think, you know, a lot of it is for me is, you know, you look at the big things. You look at the, the MVP. And I right. get the Joel very, very well could have won. Probably should have won. <laughs> but but he didn't win it. That's true. You know, and so it's you know he did. I mean, the facts are the facts. Right. Unfortunately, he did not. Um, I have less of a problem saying Joel was a first team mm-hmm. um, NBA All NBA player because like come on, you know. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like scoring, you're telling me that's, that right. by the that's going to be one right? twenty years from now. That's going to hurt in Joel's rankings of wherever he is in Correct. Philadelphia sports and NBA league history because it's going to show what you know second team all nba and yet say he was second in the mvp that year so that one like hurts because you know we can say it now but 20 years from now we're gonna be like what joel wasn't you know first team that year wait why yeah um so that sucks but uh you know the fact that ai's you know carried the sixers to the finals i got a lot of that um, too i got i got a lot of people saying that which See, you that's know. where I'm hung up, I think, mm-hmm. because Joel, I mean, unfortunately, Joel hasn't been close. Right. Um, 
you know, not even close to winning the Eastern Conference yet. Now, Joel takes this team to the finals and gets as far as AI did and wins an MVP, then and we're having a very different conversation because I'm sure those are the two things you heard. Yes. Actually, it's you know. funny because that's basically <laughs> all I heard. There was a few yes. things that was kind of like, all right, that's kind of a stretch. You know, you're, you're right. reaching hard right now, but that's majority of what I heard, which, okay. I And I, I saw someone say longevity. That. Yeah. Um, which is what it yeah. is. You know, I, I recently depends. did a top... I did like my top fifteen NBA players of all time just for the fun mm-hmm. of it the other day. Oh, you don't want to see my list. <laughs> you know? I had Giannis like pretty high, yeah. not top ten, but he, you know twelve. 15 I have Giannis or something. fifteen, so yeah. Yeah, he. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, he might be thirteen, fourteen, yeah. but on mine, and and he's gonna continue to climb. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's just be real. Let's be real. So I had to put him in right. there. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with Joel here. We know that he's gonna continue to, hopefully, you know, do what he's been doing over the last couple of years and. I mean, I don't know how many years of his prime left that he has, but um, like to think it's more than two, three. Hopefully, and uh, he can continue to produce yeah. in Philadelphia. That's the other thing. Allen Iverson didn't finish his career here. Uh, well, I guess he did, but um, you know what I mean. Mm. He had a lot of time yeah. in Denver. I mean, people forget that Allen Iverson, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, averaged right? averaged twenty six points a game in Denver. Wow. People often forget that. Every time I hear Allen Iverson slander, I'm like, you got you forget yeah. what Allen Iverson and did. And people are very selective with what they forget and what they don't. Yeah. People people like to leave a lot of things out because it doesn't fit their argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the age of 32, he played 82 games. He played 42 minutes what? per game. What? I didn't even know that. And averaged 26.4 in Denver. That's crazy. Was Melo there yet? Yeah. Yep. Wow, alongside Mello, man. Heck of a team. Jeez. Heck of a team. Um, yeah, 11-time All-Star, four-time scoring champ, three-time steals champ, seven-time All-NBA, um, MVP 2000-2001. Um, Shout-out to AI. Yep. And uh, shout-out to you for this. This is cool. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I, mm, I'd like to talk more. I just don't even know where else to go. I get the Wilt. Moses Malone, very underrated. Yes. Um, you know, just by every anybody in the NBA. But the other thing I thought about with this is something for some reason that helped me put it in perspective is if I were to do an all NBA list, you know, ranking the best players in the NBA, right. top whatever hundred, then according to you, correct? According to you, Joel Embiid obviously is ahead of Allen Iverson on that. Okay. Right? Yes. So that's like that. Is, for some reason, that made it more tough for me okay. to say Joel Embiid above Allen I thought Iverson about that, I think too, about and I was the thinking... The grand scheme of things. I was thinking, do I agree with that? But I was thinking, yeah, I do. You kind of have to, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> have, it's Because if I'm keeping the same criteria that I'm using for the Sixers right. list, I have and I, I do, I have to keep it for the NBA list. Which, again, I do that. But it just was right. a little... Because someone actually responded with that. Like, you have Joel Embiid over Allen Iverson all time. And I was thinking, like... That's a little weird, but yes, I do. Yeah, when you 100%. think about it, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, what is your? Do you have your uh, top whatever handy that you did or whatever 10. with Giannis? My top like all time NBA. Yeah, ready? Here we go. All right. So, yep, LeBron, MJ, Kareem, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird. Uh, I think I have Magic. I think I have Shaq, Hakeem, Kobe, Wilt, Steph, Bill Russell, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant. Kevin Garnett. Oh, yes. I see you. 
and what is that, 14? I think I have, who am I missing? I think I have Dwayne Wade. Oscar, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I think I have Dwayne Wade. And then after that, it gets a little, it gets a little foggy after that. Yeah. So mine, um, similar start to you, LeBron. Shout out to the new era of NBA basketball fans. Yes, sir. Uh, Michael Jordan at two. Yes. Kareem at three. I have Magic at four. Yes. I have Wilt at five. Oh. Yes, sir. Show some respect. I got Bill <laughs> Russell at six. Six. Wow. Um, so that, that that too shows our criteria yes. kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Tim Duncan, seven. Okay. Shaq at eight. Okay. Larry Bird at nine. Okay. Kobe at 10. Okay. Uh, a couple of people I sent that to, they're like, oh my God, you have Kobe too low. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's tough. I feel like the, the 8 the, to 10 range this, is pretty, is pretty yes. good. Yeah. For me, 6 to 10, like ranking those was a lot harder than the 1 through yeah. 5. Oh, yeah. Um, so Kobe at 10. I threw Steph in at 11. Where's uh, Hakeem? Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> I, I have Oscar at 12. No. Yes, sir. Triple double. I have KD at thirteen. I have Giannis at fourteen Giannis and Hakeem. <laughs> Hakeem at thirteen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. I like. I was like. I got to put him in here somewhere. And I was like, I don't want it to be one 15. of the best defenders like, ever. Yes, I know. Oh, I know. Wow. But I think part of that is just because I. I honestly think um, Giannis is going to be above him long okay. term. So I get, maybe this is a fast-forwarded list, okay. 10 years or something, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Very interesting. You ha- did you say KD? Yes. Yeah, it's okay, 13. Good. And you have Steph at 11, you said? Yeah. That's good. I, I mean, I have him 12. What do I say? I have him 12? Yeah, I have him 12. So. That was tough. Mm-hmm. That was tough. And that, I mean, this is, <laughs> I didn't I didn't erase or nothing. I just went for yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, it, was, it was, yeah, like I said, 6 through 15 were a lot harder mm-hmm. for me. Oh, yeah. But Huh. Okay. Okay. What is your? We'll we'll finish with this. Okay. So obviously we both had LeBron at one. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? What's your in in thirty seconds? Okay. What is your defense for LeBron James being number one of all time? Well, keeping with the same criteria that I use for the Sixers list, I think LeBron is the best. I think he's just the most talented basketball player ever on offense yeah. on defense i just think as a player as an individual player he is the best to ever touch a basketball just simply put he has the i mean if you want to use stats you can i don't like that's fine but he has the offense he has the scoring he has the passing he has the playmaking he has the whatever offensive category right. you would say and then when he was i mean up until maybe two years ago, his defense was elite. In Miami, it was elite. And in Cleveland, it took a hit, but he was still good. His defense is there. His offense is all-time great level. So I, I just think he's the best player ever. Yeah. 18-time hmm. All-NBA. There you go. There's your accolades. If you want to use accolades, he oh, has all the, them. I'm going accolades. He has really. them. Six-time All-NBA all defensive team. Four-time MVP, but he's probably had, gosh, I'm guessing now, but he's probably had seven other top three or four finishes, if I had to guess. Yeah. If it really Uh, was most valuable, or I'm sorry, if it was best player in the league every year, he'd have like 10 MVPs straight up. 
See, yeah, and in my opinion is that when you look at these accolades, to me, placing more of an emphasis on the fact that LeBron has been an 18-time All-NBA performer versus four-time MVP, I put more stock in the 18-time All-NBA because that means he's one of the top 15, but for him, it's top five players in the league every single year. Um, and the one of the biggest things I say about Michael Jordan, and I hate, I hate, hate, hate that LeBron gets knocked for his finals losses. Same. Because Michael had years that he didn't make the finals. Like, everyone's like 6-0, 6-0, 6-0. LeBron made the finals, to what, 10 times? <laughs> yeah. 10. 10 times LeBron James was part of finals winning franchises. Seriously. Finals appearances. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, finals, yeah, yeah you, you got what I'm saying. So, yeah, and, and people try and knock that, like, oh, he's such a bad record in the finals, but, like, he he gets there. Right. And, you know, I have people say all the time that, like, you know, um, like, hypothetically, if LeBron were to go 6-6 six and six in his finals career and Jordan went 6-0, and oh, they're like, yeah, I would take Jordan 6-0 and oh all day. But it's like, bro, he made the NBA times. finals 12 times. Like, how can you... <laughs> Don't knock it because literally all that means is that Michael lost the rounds before right. the finals, um, and I don't. I'm not trying to rag on Michael. I, I kind of just put LeBron at one just because I I like to stir the pot a little <laughs> bit. But at the same time, I'm with you. I, I I think he's just the most unique, most gifted. The longevity is absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. Um, I mean, 18 time All NBA. It speaks for itself. So, um, yeah. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, we'll see if. Uh, I mean, time's running low on him. He's still producing, but the Lakers suck. They got it. Mean, that's gotta a, do that's a mess. They're, they're just a they're just a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire. We'll see if he can get <laughs> back. But all right, man. That was um, fun. It's late. I need to go to bed. Same. So uh, I think that's it for episode fifty six. Uh, 57 will be dropping here within the week or so. And uh, we'll keep on pressing along. Free agency starts soon. Um, before you know it, the season's going to be here. So we hope that you'll continue to join us on Planet 76. Share this pod episode wherever you're at. Give it a like. And uh, we will see you next time on Planet 76. Let's go. Peace. Are you on Instagram? Why don't you go give us a follow at Planet76Podcast so you can be in the know when we drop new episodes. Thanks for listening to this one, and we'll see you next time.